We're here with Sam Hadge of COD, Caffeine Addict, Scurvy, Sam and Sam, uh, lots of other projects that I'm forgetting at the moment. Uh, co comics and more, Cold Spring Hollow, Gray Street Sounds tape label. How's it going, Sam? Pretty good. All right. Yeah. Cool. It was like, I think a little over a year ago when we were last at uh, Cold Spring Hollow. It was actually the fir first and last time we were at Cold Spring Hollow, but that was a, a sick show. And uh, we're forever grateful for Yeah, thanks for having us up friend. there. That was a fun time. Yeah, that was a good night. What was yeah. that one you kept playing? What was the repeated song? Oh, yeah, it's called uh, Pigs. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were just talking about that the other day, actually. Uh, Did a lot of other people repeat songs to that level of degree <laughs> in, your, in your history that you've noticed? Or was that sort of excessive compared to a lot? So, uh, what is the band? Well, I know there's one song that Neutral Fixation used to play more than once in a set. I think they hit five times once. All right. Then, uh, Bring Mental has a song where they just keep playing one riff for like ten minutes sometimes. So almost. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. That. That seems like it counts. Yeah. It's kind of like um, that. The Flipper song where they just keep. What's it? Uh. Sex. They bomb? keep like. No. The I forget where it's, but he's like, never mind. You wouldn't understand anyway. And then they like. Stop, and then they keep playing, like, start it over again. But it's the same, like, song, but it just kind of, like, keeps going. Oh, nice. Yeah, I yeah. played a – one time I played a Flipper cover set where we just played uh, Sex Bomb for half an hour. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, we did a Johnny and the Food Masters set of, like, Sister A uh, – but we didn't end up doing the whole thing. I, I forgot like most of it. And, and, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, I guess that's also perfect for Sister Ray too. But um, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, like, I don't know. What have you been up to in the, I guess the, the last year, but also just like during this whole pandemic and like, what have you been doing? Um, not much. Been working. The whole pandemic, I decided to make the PA better here. So I just kept adding speakers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Are you still working at uh, Comics and More? Yep. Oh, awesome. Cool. I'm glad to hear uh, the place is still live. Uh, I haven't been there yet, but I, I when I, I saw that you worked there, I was looking into it. And, and I know. Looks pretty sick. Um, yeah, man, I, I was going to ask you, uh, we usually go back a little bit into like people's like background and okay. shit like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll start off with, uh, wh what was the first show you ever attended? Like I'm ever? Not sure. <laughs> what are the, I know the first, let me see. First big show I went to was 
as a kid, I saw when I was like twelve. I saw Iron Maiden play. I was sick. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, then, like first DIY show I went to was probably. Huh. I don't know. Maybe. I was in a band like COD when we started. We were in high school. My friend Corey would book shows at the Jones Library. Those are some of the earliest ones. Um, oh, wait, actually, no. I know what the earliest ones were. They were at Marsh House and Amherst College. It was when I was in high school, so we could just walk over because I went to Amherst High. And Ampere would play a lot and Relics, like that whole vein. I don't know what the first one was, but I know those were some of the early ones. Okay, so you were going out to... Oh, yeah. Hold on one second. I was just saying, you were going out to house shows um, back in... Uh, this is back in I'd high school. I'd say huh? 2010. Okay. Roughly. Maybe yeah. 2009 were the first ones I was going to. Okay, sick. Yeah, no, I, I saw it on the, on the band camp. Uh, like on the Gray Street Sounds Bandcamp, I, I was seeing that there was a lot of stuff from like 2010, and yeah, so I wasn't sure. I was like, I didn't know how old you were or whatever. So okay, so that you you were in high school back then. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So how did you like hear about like that? Like you know, and just from other people at school, or is there another? Yeah, influence? mostly from my friend Corey who sings in cod which is cod yeah. um yeah and he was big into it he was like two he's two years older than me and he just got into it from like being around um and he's the one who got me into going to the marsh house and then going to some other places or the Florence VFW used to have cool shows. It was mostly so we would go see uh, Relics, which is like one of Matt Swift's old bands. Hmm. Okay, know. yeah, I don't know that one. They're like they're, they're kind of screamo hardcore, and like uh, the gotcha. same vein as Ampere and like Orchid and stuff. Okay, I've heard of Orchid. But, uh, yeah, not as familiar with that stuff, wise, and definitely in that time frame. Um, and were you, were you listening to like noise music at that time as well? Not yet. I got into noise when I was like, I want to say, in 2012, probably. So a couple of years later, and that was from going to shows at the Flywheel, because they would do like a noise show every Thursday night, pretty much. Um, who is it? Michael Barrett, who does Beltone Suicide, booked a bunch of them, and then like Chris Dooley booked a bunch. And those are my first noise shows. Okay, my first, cool. One of my first noise sets was probably uh, Wish for Skin at flywheel yeah okay maybe it's chris dooley it's one of those i have a question there yeah with you know 
when we came out to, well, I don't want to speak for myself, but when we came out to Belchertown last year, we didn't really get to explore the area too much, but how close is everything, you know, Northampton, Belchertown, East Hampton, all, all these places, are they within a relatively Amherst. short, yeah, Amherst, are they within a relatively short distance? Yeah, the center of Amherst from Belchertown is, or from where I am in Belchertown is 15 minutes. The Northampton's like half an hour, East Hampton's like half an hour, Holyoke's like half an hour. It's all pretty much within half an hour. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's pretty nice to have all these kind of communities where there's stuff happening. And it's not just like Boston, you know what I mean? It's, it's each place must have its own flavor or not. I don't know. What would you say? Sort of, I would say, other than, I mean, Hadley kind of has its own, like, weird scene that's, like, uh, it's kind of like classic rock revival. Um, <laughs> but other than that, pretty much all the same scene just spread about. It's so, like most people travel from, like, East Hampton or Holyoke or something to come to a show at my house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As I say, I remember that talking to a few people at Cold Spring Hollow and it, you know, just based on people I was talking to, I, it seemed like there were people from, you know, Amherst and uh, Northampton and, you know, all over uh, Holyoke. And, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I wasn't really sure either. Like, uh, you know, how it was like if if it was separate or it was like interconnected. Um, we're just not as familiar with Western yeah. Western Mass, but I mean, I always hear th stuff and, and hear bands and see bands coming when they come to Boston. We just that was just our first time out there, so it was it was so much fun. Especially, I'd heard about Cold Spring Hollow for years too before that. Um, Actually, yeah, when did you move there, the Cold Spring Hollow? I moved in roughly four years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was the second year that, like, Tim and Steve and Jake lived here. Okay, so, and, like, so they, uh, that's, I think, when I first heard of it, because Tim, uh, Tim Johnson, mm -hmm. he... Yeah, he, I knew him from like going out to shows in Boston and I met him, I think either he was in Charlie or this was before Charlie. Um, and then, you know, I saw his band uh, Meat Dreams play and he told me about Cold Spring Hollow. I may have heard of it before then, but I remember they were living at Cold Spring Hollow at that time. And that was like 2000, that was like June, 2016 yeah yeah and i'm like uh that place sound sounded amazing and uh you know and also i i don't think i i don't know it, it's been a while back and I, you may have even gone to this but there was like a big festival uh i, I was i didn't make it out to it but it was in like 2013 mm -hmm. there was a ton of bands from boston played There's i think like Belcher, Belcher. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. 
Yeah, and like Grill Toss played, and you know, in there. I recall you two banding about about this about a year ago. I'm having flashbacks. I believe it was not the first Belcher Squelcher name drop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, so some history at Cold Spring Hollow. So it's, how long has it been a show house? So there's people doing shows, I want to say off and on since like 2009. Because um, there's some noise people in like 2009, 2010. Who was it? I think Jack Callahan might have lived here and some other people. But you can see videos on Ted Lee's YouTube channel. And it's called okay. Topping Hollow then. Um, and then after that was all the Cape Cod kids who like booked the Belcher Squelcher. Um, yeah. That crew had a whole bunch of shows. And then right after them, Tim and everyone moved in, and then being yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's had different eras and generations, and that's awesome. Um, yeah, I remember last year talking to you about it, and you you said like this is around Halloween or a little after, like right after Halloween, you'd had like five shows that week or something like that, something crazy right. like that around Halloween. Uh, yeah, no, it's just just wild. I mean, is that was that more of like a, a rare thing because it was Halloween, or like how frequent have you had? I mean, obviously not presently, but uh, I mean, like more in the past, like uh, yeah, how how frequent would, would you be having shows at the house? I mean, we would on average have a show. Most months we would have a show like once a week, um, but then yeah, sometimes you'd get wild and we'd have three in a week or five in a week um but yeah we tried to limit it to six in a month but we weren't always very good at that yeah that's all right i mean it's uh i mean i totally get why you want to limit it because yeah this sounds like it's uh quite a bit especially if there's um you know obviously you have tons of people coming and uh i'm sure a lot of people in touring bands probably need a place to crash and such so it's like you i can understand why you probably want to space them out just <laughs> uh sounds like a lot um yeah hey, uh, not to get ahead of ourselves but everyone's probably wondering sam the right now is the intent the intention is to once things you're able to to get things going again down there yeah i think we're gonna try and have shows again when it seems safe enough you know yeah i don't know when that'll be there's rumors of like a vaccine coming soon but who really knows <laughs> um we tried to do an outdoor show with just a few people but we totally brought the whole PA outside and now <laughs> it's like 2,000 watts or something and uh, 
we pissed off one of our neighbors. So we haven't done that again. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. We had like one friend over to play a set and then we just made it into a show. We were like, oh, we'll all play something. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how many of you, if you are at the house that, that are playing that you could potentially do? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it'd be, it might not be as, as fun, but you could do, like, your own shows for your housemates. <laughs> yeah, we did, like, uh, two of those Zoom shows. Oh, yeah. With all just the housemates. It was all right. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean hey why not you have the you have the the space and the pa and everything um yeah uh <laughs> is there any times at the the house where you're like it, it just got too like out of control or, or like too many people um you know like oh, there's just yeah, show totally. or, yeah yeah i mean i would imagine uh because with like a smaller space though uh because if you had any shows where just you're like okay there's way too many people here um let's see there's been a few when sadist played here there was like a hundred people oh wow yeah it's definitely not big enough for a hundred people and then they do their whole like Sadist does their whole like performance thing, you know, where the singer's like smashing his light bulb and puking on his tarp and stuff. <laughs> and the combo of all of that with a hundred people was kind of rough. Um, what do you think? There's the time that Ice and Firewalker played here, and again, it was probably like close to a hundred people came out. And they like there's a crew of people who come with them that are really into uh, like super hardcore moshing where you're like punching the floor and shit and doing spin kicks. That just oh, doesn't wow. work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it seems a little intense. Uh then there's like a few times where like bands played here and they got too rowdy and like punched a hole in the ceiling. Yeah, oh, shit. Like, ripped a, our light fixture out of the ceiling, which sucked. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. What I, oh, I was gonna ask is like, do you you see like a pretty solid uh, sort of like regulars or people like within the the Western Mass like uh, seeing the the kind of like Cold Spring Hollow regulars. Oh uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I think I remember even from just the show that we did uh, that, you know, I mean, like, I think you may have even said that there's, there's people that, you know, there's no the house. And uh, based on like the, that, there's the reputation of the house that they come out for shows, even if they don't know the bands or whatever, necessarily. Um, yeah, there's a. Uh... Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now 
Yeah, we have a there's a very small like built in crowd, but it's it's chill. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, the most rewarding part of um booking these shows. What's the most rewarding part? Seriously? Oh yeah. Um I don't know, I just like seeing bands. It's probably the most rewarding part for me is seeing people playing. Yeah, and I'm seeing all like different kinds of performers. Yeah, you must gain a lot of knowledge on just pure like on the study of performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I see all different kinds. And then because I also just like go to as many shows as I can. Like on average, when shows are going on, I'll be at four to five a week. Um, so yeah, it's all different kinds of stuff. Uh, you're the ultimate head. Yeah. <laughs> and you document it too, which oh. is great. Yeah, I, I was going to get to that too. I was going to say, you film, do you film every performance that you see? Uh, I do. Yeah. Every once I, in a while, like, something weird will happen with my camera and I won't save, but that's rare. Yeah, well, it's commendable. I, I appreciate that you do that. Just uh, appreciate that you're documenting. Um, you know the the you're like front mass. row poster before he was before front row poster you're the OG <laughs> when did front row poster start yeah it's a good question um i'm not sure i i first met him in 2015 but he may have started before that all right I'm yeah <laughs> look it up yeah uh when did you start doing uh filming like the shows um when was it oh yeah front row posters started in 2014 oh, okay <laughs> you um, haven't beat or no <laughs> i don't know here i'll find out <laughs> um I just gotta look up a certain video. It's gonna take one sec. Hey. Okay. Um no, nah, they have me beat by nine months. Oh damn! <laughs> oh, cl- close enough. Though, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. My first uh, show was, or the first one that I recorded was November sixth, two thousand fourteen. Oh wow! Okay, cool. Yeah, I Did remember. You... Oh, never mind. Yeah. Go oh, no, I was just gonna say uh, that I remember you did the. Uh, Johnny and the Food Mat. Well, I mean, not just us, but the the, the Fools Fest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did. You're at the 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 Fools Fest in 2016. 
uh, April 2016 and Johnny and the Food Masters. Uh, we did a set at that festival and I, I just remember that I, I saw that online and uh, I didn't notice, I didn't know the connection at first when I reached out to you about a show Cold Spring Hollow, but then I saw your name. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, at that Fool's Fest, I got a really big parking ticket. Ah, damn. <laughs> I, like, I didn't understand what was it? I just, like, I haven't gone to Boston that many times, like, especially while driving. Yeah. And I did not understand the sign I was reading. And it was, like, free after a certain time and i thought it meant just like free all day that day and i was like oh great yeah they can be confusing yeah <laughs> they'll get you there in cambridge they will get you so with the shows at the house as far as like bands um uh booking the bands is it mostly them reaching out to you or do, are you do you reach out ever to any bands that's like it's like you'd really want this band to play at the house or something like that or is it vice versa um i'd say vice versa you know it's a bit of both gotcha yeah i mean it makes sense though it's like you're a really sick spot and so like i would imagine a lot of people want to play cold spring hollow especially if you're in like western mass Mm -hmm. um Especially, there's, like, lots of noise people who want to come through. Right. And it's just because we've, like, built up enough of a name. And also just, like, because I tour enough that I meet a bunch of people. Ah. Yeah, and then, like, Eric, who lives here, is friends with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got to yeah, become friends I, with him. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I've uh, pretty much got that reputation, or like heard that. Um, I mean, probably through through Tim Johnson, but uh, and like seeing like videos of uh, you know, like Meat Dreams, and then uh, his other his noise was the poacher. Pro, like his noise pro, a project and hearing about that that yeah i just remember hearing about this like noise house in western mass or belcher town and um yeah it really was like a real like fantasy for, for us to go come out and play there so uh yeah it was awesome but uh, i was gonna say do you have a lot of like touring bands because you said like you uh, mentioned you tour and then see a lot of people so you have a lot of touring bands that are probably coming through that uh you know just from like other states and you know other countries yeah definitely are they like uh like i said there's a lot of it like similar like people that um might be like skipping over boston or they're just doing an addition to boston or they're just like they found out it's like, oh, this is just a cool place to play. I would say it's a combination of all of those. Yeah. Definitely, I know some people who skip over Boston because they don't like driving in Boston. Yeah, I don't blame them at all. <laughs> um, 
And because they just would rather have like a wild house show, which is getting harder to do in Boston, from what I've heard. It's true. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, so, yeah, I feel like more bands should play both in New England and outs and bands, both bands in New England and bands outside of New England should play around New England more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. It's, uh, you know, it's, and I definitely, uh, you know, like, I feel that way, at least where it's like in, for bands in Boston, at least, uh, where it's like, you just, and I'm guilty of that as well, where you just kind of get, you're like, all right, you play like the same kind of like four towns over and over again. Um, you know, and like, I don't know, it's like, for, for us, it's a little bit, a little bit weird because we don't really, we don't really, have, you know, we have like, the food masters like six of us so it's always kind of hard to like get people's schedules together but it's always a goal of ours at least to like venture out more um because even just in like western mass you have yeah you know a number of options number of places sam do you have a favorite other place that's not your own place to go to out there um what do you think I'm not sure, because I feel like there's been a bunch of cool spots. Like, I really liked um, I'm Floored. It's not a spa anymore. Right now, yeah, Jackie, who play, who's, like, in Eurochromes and Sediment oh, Club, yeah. who lives there. He okay. and both, actually. Um, Two cats is kind of cool, but it would always go way too late. I don't know. I like flywheel. Yeah. Flywheel's great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I still haven't been there, but I just heard I've heard a lot of good things about yeah. that. Um, I like it a lot. That's also because it was one of the first places I would go to shows consistently. That's because it was like not. I don't know, when I first started going to, not when I first, when I first started going to shows that I wasn't, like, walking to, it was one of the few places I could find in, like, events online and stuff, and go at the age of, like, 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, cool. Um, do you go to Feeding Tube a lot, or... Like, not I used to. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I used to go to Feeding Tube a lot when they were doing shows and things. And right. now that they don't really do shows, they only they do like art galleries on occasion, and every once in a while they'll do a show. I don't go as much. Okay, yeah, and they switched locations, mm-hmm. right? They switched to Florence. Right. Okay. Yeah, I've st- I haven't been to it yet. Uh, we were almost we didn't have time, but we were gonna go last year when we were we were in uh, we were like gonna try to go the next day or something, but we weren't able to. But uh, do you get a lot of like? 
I mean, I know Feeding Tube has artists from all over the world and on the label and everything, but um, I don't, I don't know if there's more from like Western Mass, but or just even from because the, they know the association with Cold Spring Hollow. But do they? Uh, do you get a lot of bands from Feeding Tube uh, play the house? Um, some we get some of them. I would say less since uh root cellar opened oh yeah okay i've heard of that place yeah because like when it first opened ted was one of the owners and so he would just book all the feeding tube bins there right but before that we'd get like an all right amount Mm. okay cool yeah because i'm always like blown away by that label i just you know, there's just so many, like, they put out so much, and I, I'm, every year or so, whatever, I'll look at, like, new releases, and sometimes I know the names, but most of the time I don't, which Mm -hmm. is is awesome, but, uh, and then I, you know, so I'm always kind of curious, like, where, where they're, where they're from, or where they're playing, or, or or whatever, um, yeah, and, well, actually, uh, the has Zebu ever uh, Ted's band Zebu have they ever played uh, Cold Spring Hollow, or at least in your time there? I don't think they've played here since the Belcher Squelcher, actually, because they played. Okay, that. actually, that would make sense. Yeah, because I was gonna say like I felt like uh, they were probably on there. I think. Uh, yeah, they played that. Name. Frank Hurricane played. Yeah. I don't know who else from Feeding Tube played. Gorilla Toss played. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I. I, uh, it I know it's weird. I I remember pulling up like the event page last year, like looking at it just out of like curiosity. I know it was from like 2013, but um, yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say with um Feeding Tube. Uh, I forgot, I lost my train. Uh, but with, I think I was gonna say something about the. Oh, yeah, I lost it. Well, I was gonna say on um, the opposite, the opposite of feeding tube, Sam. You ever, you ever get some real? Let's just call it music that wouldn't really fit the place. You ever get people that kind of reach out unknowingly or perhaps very knowingly. They're like, ah, fuck it, I do some Jack Johnson shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I mean, we've gotten lots of people who, I don't know, who would just reach out online and be like, hey, I do this solo pop thing, like, let me play. And just, like, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever take a chance That's on them, or...? Not really. I mean, if they're like friends with someone that I'm friends with, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, I, feel I, I don't blame you because I'm, I'm kind of curious, uh, like as well. It's where it's like, so we, yeah, it's like it's kind of funny. Like we we book shows, but just just sort of we don't we're not a host or anything. We just we book shows in Boston and, um, you know, at different like venues or houses or whatever. And yeah, for us, we've always been 
Like, we just want to book stuff that we dig, you know, and, and so, like, if it's something that we're not into and someone hits us up, we'll just either just not respond or politely, politely decline or whatever. But so I'm kind of curious where it's like, I don't know, I, I guess, like, when, uh, you know, people with, like, venues or houses, when they're booking stuff, I think that it's it's like sometimes there's a sort of a I don't know it seems like there's like kind of like yeah a lot of times people will book all sorts of stuff even if they don't like it or not but I I kind of at least when I gather a little bit more from Cold Spring Hollow it seems like it's more of like oh no this is like this is the vibe of the of the the place and it's more concerned with like weirder or wilder sounds. Um, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I say for the most part, yeah. Yeah, and I honestly think that I can get that if they were like, you know, a music venue that has like music, whatever, X amount of nights a week. I can kind of, I can get that if like, okay, like they so like book different people, not necessarily based around taste. But I, I think like if you're like an independent booker, you know what I mean? I, I, I can kind of like it when people have sort of the the mindset that we all you know share where it's like okay like I, I'd never really more be like like into this or at least like interested or curious or, or digging something to be like putting it on you know what I mean <laughs> to be yeah. hosting it, to be hosting it and I, I just I think I think it's just I think better things come out of that you know what I mean? It's like, it's able to create like a vibe or more of a, this a scene kind of can get stronger that way than, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get that. That makes sense. What's, yeah, it's like, imagine, you know, different, like, like if you had a zine or something or whatever, or, you know what I mean? It's like, that's what's so cool about, say, like a zine or like a, uh, someone's like, even like someone's blog or whatever, when they're writing about stuff that they're passionate about, it's it just, I don't know, I think it just makes it that much better. It's like, then, I don't know, it's like, I feel like there's sometimes that might be a problem, not, not necessarily a problem, but with some like, some places, some like venues or like show houses sometimes where it's, it, it's just like this hodgepodge of all this different stuff, which I mean, can be good, but I think, uh, I, I think it can be a little bit weaker for maybe like the overall scene. At least it seems like things get better when there's more of like a really an idea or like a you know there's more passion involved with it. Um, the only, I feel pad, that way. The only podge, I, only hodgepodge I want is a hatchpadge. Is that right, Sam? Why not? <laughs> That's what I well, uh, it seems I feel that way with like Cold Spring Hall feels at least based on like the videos and stuff. It's like seems that it's like not restricted but to any one genre at all, but just like more of a vibe and cooler like shit that y- y'all think or think is you know I think is cool. Mm. Like I saw like Funeral Cone play there. Uh, I yeah. don't know if you 
yeah, you, yeah. I don't know if you booked them or, or not, but I mean, that's again, that they're, they're not like necessarily they're not a noise band, but they're more like a punk band or whatever. But I mean, I mean you say you've had had all number all different kinds of like styles and sounds, but just yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think it's all cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've definitely. I mean, we've had a ton of punk shows. I like punk shows a lot. Um, yeah, that funeral cone show. I co-booked it. One of the members of Funeral Cone asked if they could do it here. Oh, so cool. I booked it with them. Yeah. Yeah, and that just seems like a. I mean, I, I saw that video too. Um, they shot it. It just. It does seem like a perfect venue for them too. Um. Yeah. Uh. I was gonna say. <clears throat> with uh. Booking? Do you book any shows at like other venues? Um, I have. Okay, I cool. Used to, uh, let me see. When I first moved in here, I booked a lot of shows at this house called the Dollhouse. That's not a venue anymore, but uh. My friend Corey used to live there. The same one who, like, got me into shows and stuff. Okay. Um, and then after he moved out, they still let me book shows. So I booked a lot there. That was in Amherst. And then occasionally I'll visit Flywheel. If I, like, want to do something that I think won't fit the room here. Um, yeah. What was it? I booked, like... I booked a couple shows at Tears for Sears when that was around, and like one at Tube Cat. So yeah, I'll book shows around, usually just at the house, but sometimes other places. Nice, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like I was perfect if if you have your own spot. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, likewise. Um, yeah, we'd, whenever it's safe to do so, we'd love to have you on one of our shows sometime. Nice. Yeah. I've only played Boston three times, I think. Oh, cool. Uh, where'd you play in Boston? Uh, I played the last Smoky Bear Cave show. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that show was sick. It was uh, I played with CHS Dog Hospital, and then Trim played, and people oh, nice. were here, mm-hmm. and then uh, Joe, Joe played. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, no, and then I played the Dorchester Arts Project. Yeah, one. that's a great. Yeah, that was cool. That was also with Trim. That was a lot of fun. Um, and I played some not great bar cup like once or twice. I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> it's the same bar. Played it twice. Uh. <laughs> the Genie Johnston? No. No, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, not literally, but whatever. I wonder what it was. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, what did it look like? 
Uh, it's not very big. All right, that eliminates some of them. <laughs> um, huh. Let me see here. They were they were noise friendly, or, or were they all like, "What the fuck"? No, they were they were punk shows, and we were too loud. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of them was with. Oh, I guess I. And then I played another weird co-op. I played, I can't remember what any of these places were called, um, but I played a weird ska show at a co-op with my punk band. Was it, it was booked by The Takeaways. I don't know if you know them. Can't say I do. Um, and then so was one of these bar shows, and I just can't think of the name. I find this out. Yeah, I've got hey, well, well, you can have your fourth you can have your fourth or fifth show. I'll bleep this out later, but I mean the 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 offer is open. We're we're planning on having a show in the abandoned bear cages on Friday this Friday. I don't know if that's too short notice, but you're welcome to come and uh play. Oh. It's outside. I've never actually been there. Yeah, we've actually never been there either, believe it or not. We're, but just, we're just like, fuck it, we're, we're throwing a show. Yeah, it's outside. Yeah, yeah it's big. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about it. I mean, I've known lots of people who've played there. Yeah. Um, and I know Stephanie Marie Germain, who books a lot of things there. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know her, but I, I mean, I know of her, but I don't know her personally. But yeah, and I've seen yeah a number of uh, like vi- videos or just hear, I've heard of stuff over the years or um, I have friends that booked there as well. I, I don't even know like what the, <laughs> like <laughs> how people even go about it, but I think like we just are just like, okay, well, I mean, if it's outdoor space, I don't know. There's how that works but yeah that might but, not yeah. be proper uh, to just show up we're just gonna show up and play i mean i could be i yeah i could be wrong but if like i don't, I don't know if it's like well if it's just an outdoor like space public space i don't know like who you would isn't that just the for the public right you know what I mean? like yeah i don't know <laughs> Um, oh, I found the place that I played. It was the Midway Cafe. Oh, shit. Okay. I was almost going to say Midway, but I, I also kind of, I, I like Midway as well, you know, but uh, I'm like, but I, at the same time, I kind of, you know, and what's well, like sort of a, I, I mean, I, I've always had sort of like mixed reaction to it sometimes. Mm. Uh, I mean, we did a show there once. And uh, I didn't, I wasn't playing, but Glenn's band was playing. And uh, the guitarist, Glenn's band, uh, ended up putting a hole in the wall, but it was this guitar, but it was, it was by accident. I mean, of course, he wasn't trying to put the hole in the wall, but uh, needless to say, they weren't too happy with us and they were very much like, you shouldn't leave. Which is funny because I thought it was initially because there was, you know, it was only like 10 people there or something. So I thought they were like mad. 
there wasn't a lot of people there, but then they pointed out there was a hole in the wall. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the two times I played there, there wasn't, like, anyone there. Yeah. And, and it was just like that, and then I believe we also – we ended up not getting paid, and there was no one there, and they were, like, kind of annoyed we were so loud. <laughs> combo with the three of those like eh. yeah no i get that's that's fair yeah they've yeah they've had some like i don't know they sometimes have that where it's like i don't know maybe I imagine the, part of it is yeah. just like who books it slash yeah. like who's working you know all of oh yeah totally yeah because i've seen like some sick shows there and uh it's just also like they seem to be, at least from uh, some of the bars in Boston, they seem to be a lot more, like, open to even, like, booking some of, the, like, the stranger stuff out there. And, okay. and then also, too, they, I know they do some, like, matinee all-ages shows to, to their that stuff to their credit, but at the same time, I get it because they, you know, they can be kind of, uh, you know, it, 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 it can be a little harsh sometimes, too, and, like, I don't know. It's not... Uh, necessarily the most ideal for for more like experimental stuff or even like punk stuff really it's like the absentee landlord (laughs) yeah you you expect them to show up at the end but they don't so the torn band goes home starving (laughs) i definitely have uh i have one of those landlords (laughs) yeah well uh well if if you want to invite the housemates to join here I'll see if they want to join I'll... I should just walk around and see if they're in the hallway and if they want to join <laughs> yeah make some you can have some cameos, some Cold yeah. Spring cameos. You should do an, your autobiography. Should be called Chili. Chili? It is chilly. We keep the heat at fifty. Which is better than last year. We kept it at forty-five. Oh, for real? Yeah. There's a dog over right now. Oh, nice. I like the cameo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they're good. I couldn't find anyone in my brief looking. Uh, that's that's all right. Uh, what's, it? what's the dog? Was the dog's name? Uh, Riley. Ah, uh, so, all right. So at least we have Riley. Riley made an appearance. That's at least. At least we got one. Yeah. All right. Are you want to be on this podcast? Uh, no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. No worries. Chill. Uh, well, so I was going to see. Were you down in the space? Oh. 
was I down this? I mean, I was in my room. All right, word. Yeah. I walked through this this space. Yeah, just just wanted a little bit of the space on the podcast, just a little. So that's glad I'm <laughs> glad to hear it. Yeah, uh, also I love that as a hardcore like early Simpsons fan, I, I love seeing is like that old poster. Um. Oh the yeah, wall. old there's Simpsons. Few of them. There's the one on the uh, wall. So there's the like Simpsons sold here poster, and then there's the one for the the fake movie. What is it? McBain. There's a big oh, McBain yeah. poster. Okay. Um, I got another Simpsons poster recently that I meant to put up, but I haven't done it yet. Nice. Yeah, um, the really like whacked out Bart drawing that I did on another part of the wall. There's a lot of Simpsons. Yeah. I guess you is there any way you can send me that or like a picture of it? Yeah, I can send you pictures of those. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd love to see the whacked out Bart drawing. But... How many spaces are within the space? I know. Is it just those two? Is it the, the main kind of stage and then the upstairs situation? Or are there other places where you've held shows uh, in the within the premises? Um, I mean, there's been there's been sets in the attic. There's two or three sets in the basement, but it's really fucked up, so I don't think anyone should play down there. Um, and other than that, I would say it's the two. There's the main, like, room, and then there's the practice room. Right. Oh, wow, that's, like, just flashing back to me now that uh, the first, like, the uh, the show last year that started off um, upstairs. I totally have, like... I'm just like remembering that now. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, very cool to be able to. I remember there. I think there was like Christmas lights. I don't know if that was particular to that performance or if that's just the vibe. It's cool. Uh, that was part of that performance, but I'd be into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. I sent you the whacked out part. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And he he's flipping the middle finger, which is which is perfect. It's true. He's got a <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. Do you do a lot of those? Like uh, I know you do uh different illustrations. And stuff like uh do you like do a, uh a lot of like the like simpsons or or just like anything not really um on that one like chunk of wall or whatever on like the installation there i did bart i did an alien did popeye that's about it Okay, cool. Um, so I wanted to ask you, I mean, this might be a, 
like uh, hard to narrow down to just one show, but you can name a few if you if you want. What's but anyway, what's your favorite? Uh, what's been your favorite show at Cold Spring Hollow? Oh, I don't know. Um, I know there's a ton of them, so, but if you just even if you have just ones that just like stick out randomly. Okay. Or like even it could be even like just a specific band or performance. There's a show. I'm trying to remember who played. There's a show here that Gay Air played. And then Danger, who's like a Western mass band, did a surprise reunion at the end. And that was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, it was, let me think, what else? Oh, Halloween last year was super fun. We had a bunch of different acts. And we just did a whole bunch of like short sets. It went pretty late, but it was definitely a lot of fun. Like with everyone in costumes. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Is there a listing of all the past shows that you that you've had? Yeah, I mean if you go to my YouTube channel <laughs> yeah. and then search in the channel Cold Spring Hollow. That'll Exactly, yeah, because you do a good job. But there's no, like, website or um, no. whatever the I'd hell. I'd say that's the only real way to do it. Yep. Yeah. I'd say there's uh, the Diagram A sets that happened here were great. Um, yeah. I don't know. Tough call. Yeah. Uh, so we ask uh, everybody this question. When, when do you think shows will return? I don't know. So I think if this supposed vaccine works as well as they're claiming, they're saying it has like a 90% success rate. Um, if it does work and everyone starts getting it soon, I'd say there'd be shows again in like six months. Okay, yeah, that's around the. That's my my prediction is like summertime or like, you know, like so somewhere around there. Yeah, that's that's what I I feel as well. Um, but cautiously optimistic. That would be nice. It's coming up. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I hope. Um, you know, it's like, it's sort of like we started this podcast in a lot of ways to, to like fill the void of not, you know, putting on or like playing or going to shows or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, so, I mean, it's been fun and we'll still, we're still going to do it when shows come back, but it's like, uh, it's definitely a, a void <laughs> right now. And um, I, I don't know. I, I don't I don't I just like I think it's too lazy to put on like a, a Zoom show, but um Is there an emptiness yeah, in your life? Not the same. Yeah. I don't know what you what'd you 
say? Oh, I said, is there an emptiness in your life without all the shows? Like, has it hit home, or is it just sort of like you just kind of? Put, oh yeah, like, definitely. I'm just wondering, yeah, just how? Because I can only imagine. Like, we we didn't go to as many shows as as you, but like, yeah, it's starting to hit home, kind of. So wondering how you're feeling. Oh yeah, I mean, like within like a month. <laughs> oh, so like in april i was like yo this fucking sucks um yeah i mean the whole time yeah. i've been like yo this sucks when is when are we gonna have shows like yeah yeah no i i right there with you um it's weird i've kind of like adjusted but still i would like in a heartbeat go obviously like go back to just mm-hmm. you know having going to shows or whatever regularly and but I, i'm like i'm feeling like though when they do return i think people are going to be really really like hungry for them so yeah i think it, I just, it just sucks because i don't i don't know how many venues will like survive all this but thankfully there's always like places like cold spring hollow or like you know like we're you know, is or like houses just underground spots. So I, I think like when it, they do come back, though, a lot of people are going to be even more excited than they were before. Yeah, totally. So I do agree. Yeah, and uh, I see you, you've still been doing the the, the tape label, uh, Gray Street Sounds. Yeah, I haven't put anything out on tape during it but i've put out some digital stuff uh i put out one caffeine addict album there was a chs dog hospice duo album that we did real early on in this i want to say like april and then we did uh sam and sam in may which we recorded that one is really funny because we recorded it over zoom yeah we kind of like watched each other while we played I think came out really good for that. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, awesome. Let's say any any other uh, shout outs or anything you want to plug? Um, there might be a Cold Spring Hollow like comp album coming out on Unseen Forces. I don't really know when or if it's actually happening. But I was told to record a ten minute thing for it. So Yeah. Okay, sick. Yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that. Um Yeah, so uh just wanna say again, uh thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for uh having me. Yeah, yeah of course. And uh, hope to see you soon in the flesh. Yeah. Rocking out. Yeah, jamming out. <laughs>